Sorry, I should never have come to flirt with rescue when one has no intention of being saved. Do try to forgive me. Hello, I'm Thomas Carruthers. I'm Will Leggett. And isn't it rich? Are we? A pair. Me here at last on the ground. You in midair. Send in the clouds. They're here. Um, I don't know what that was. Well, I, 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 I honestly, I was just, I, I was going to do one line and move on. You gotta roll with it. <laughs> you gotta take it down. <laughs> comes a sing-along episode um will what was your relationship with the little night music or that was there one at all other than you knew sending the clowns it, yeah but it's just always been i mean i've always known it's been very nice um but it's always to, to me been the running judy dench singing <laughs> sending the clouds joke what's the joke there <laughs> judy doesn't whenever she's in a musical Oh, she, she just randomly break into isn't it? No, no Judy. No. <laughs> We're doing hairspray, Judy. <laughs> Who would Judy Dench be in hairspray? Corny Collins. <laughs> and once a month. <laughs> um, that would, this is a great no, stop, stop. Uh, Did I ever tell you when I was on a cruise? And we were watching and there was doing it and it was a musicals performance and they changed it to once a month we have our dancing day. And I'm the man who keeps it spinning around. I played Connie Collins once. I know. <laughs> oh, fair enough. <laughs> um, a little night music well, an absolutely delightful show that I love a lot. Um, just this beautiful, romantic, hilarious at times, funny, sweet wonderful little show what was your first impression um, i thought it was wonderful um i it, it 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 could almost be a rogers and hammerstein it is a very strict book isn't it so very sondheim mm. it's great it, it's again very woods for me in what in what sense <clears throat> it's written by stephen sondheim no, it had, a, it had a lot of woodisms. Also, the bits of Sweeney I picked up. I don't know, phrases and stuff. This I, is like you're, you're drinking a glass of water. 
Oz Clark. I'm getting it. I'm getting a touch of Sweeney and the bouquet. Um, you know what? I I was um, rereading one of my own plays. I know this is an incredibly arrogant thing, and the second act is more or less one night, and Pete and it's one of these huge ensembles, and people keep coming in and coming out. And after watching Follies, and after spoiler alert, listening to a bit of it into the woods again, I was like, oh, my entire second act is based entirely around the first act of Into the Woods and the, and the second half of Follies of, <clears throat> because I think there are two kinds of ensemble Sondheim shows and A Little Night Music falls somewhere in there also yeah. of these second acts where the first acts are scene, 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 but the second acts are largely in one location and it is just snippets of conversation flooding through the people coming through and these beautifully Hal Prince staged productions and the people are just walking in and they say a couple of lines and then they walk straight off and somehow we know exactly where they all are each time um and this is one of those also yeah. it's a pure farce oh yeah. um I mean was that a farce you know blah 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 um it's a farce with moments of which lets the moments of romance have some of the most beautiful love songs ever written, have the bitter old, you know, wife, have a beautiful song describing the pain of her existence with every day a little death. Um, it's, a, it's a complete farce play that has been given these wonderful songs and somehow it meets in the middle with this lovely combination of romance and darkness and light and loneliness and uh, it's absolutely glorious. Musical lyrics by Stephen Sondheim, book by Hugh Wheeler, who will, of course, go on to do Todd with, um, with Stephen. Oh, yes. And um, it's su suggested by Ingmar Bergman's, Ingmar Bergman's film, Smiles of the Summer Night, which I do have, but I didn't get a chance to watch uh, prior to this recording. I know, amateur. Uh, Ingmar Bergman granted the rights, only withdrawing the title. Um, and he, this was following a letter from Sondheim and Prince. However, when, this, when the musical is produced in Germany, uh, they do still call it Smiles of a Summer Night because if, because if they did it in Germany, it would quite literally be Eine kleine Nachtmusik. Yeah. Uh, and Sondheim says that that would be misleading for German audiences. Um, Ingmar Bergman then saw A Little Night Music, the production, and liked it so much that um, he began a correspondence with Sondheim um, to work on a show. Um, unfortunately, that fell through, but um, Sondheim very much, there was a reviewer, he tells the story in one of the books, and it was a reviewer who was like, Ingmar Bergman would hate this. And then he sent a letter back saying, as a matter of fact, Mr. Bergman enjoyed it so much that he approached me to write a musical with him. Um, and then the, there was no response. That was how he ended it. Um, did you know any of the other songs, Will, from... Uh, from no. Was... We'll get to send in the clowns later, but on a on a just a first reaction, when did this show grab you? I think that's a question I've been asking a couple of times to you, and I like it. Oh, um, I would say quite quite suddenly. Actually. Yes, now later soon is very early, and that's yeah, obviously now, absolutely now sensational. Is is yeah, I was hooked from then. Very interesting opening. Mm. Well, we'll get to that. We'll, we'll, let's talk some more 
intro. Hal Prince describes the show. It says it's whipped cream with knives. It's pretty nice. I like that. That you know, it is this sweet, fluffy romance, but underneath is the bitterness. I mean. Yeah. Every day, a little death. I mean, an incredible song, but just such pained lyrics behind it. And of course, sending the clowns. I mean, it, in so many ways, it's removed. It's been removed repeatedly through the years from its original um, conception. But again, the minute you see sending the clowns in the middle of the second act here, suddenly you're like, oh no, this is the perfect place, and this is the way the song was meant to be. Like, just hearing it as a pop song all of the lyrics about acting somewhat they don't go over your head but it's like why is she talking about fast why is she doing but of course desiree i mean what a beautiful lyric losing my timing this late in my career and as a pop song that just sounds like oh okay you know whatever it's nice still but as an actress it, it, it of course found it puts it all in a beautiful foundation uh, Michael Weber described the show as dramatizing a sexual game of musical chairs, which is, of course, just pure farce. Yeah. You love a farce, Will, don't you? I do. Who doesn't? Uh, the majority of the music is in triple time or made up of trios, trio songs or duets about a third person. Well, the thing about the other third, I read that. Say again? I read that. Oh, very good. Yes, yeah. the... Um, we're reading from the same hymn sheet, Well, the um, and It's one of those things where you read that and you think, oh, that, that must grow quite monotonous. But as a matter of fact, with all the reprises of the, of the, the group singers, it sort of becomes intoxicating and hypnotic, don't you it's find? Great. I think it's very, very clever. He mm. clearly had a lot of fun writing this. Mm. Or did he? Uh, the majority... Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Folly's lost... All of its investments and cash um, and cash cow fiddler. This is why I don't like autocorrect. Um, oh, and the no, that was literally correct. And cash cow fiddler on the roof <laughs> had just shut after eight years. And so the Prince organization needed a hit. Um, so there was originally this fantasy concept where the weekend would keep starting over with uh, Madame Armfelt doing new solitaire cards and the first time everybody would end up with the wrong partner the second time everybody would go great but Henrik would kill himself and then the third time Desiree would arrange everything perfectly but apart from herself Frederick would put his gloves on and leave again I can see that show I can see how that would work I much prefer this chronological straight book musical how would you how do you feel I, I I'm sure you agree I think yeah, it, it I, it's a cool concept, but I do think you'd have to be clever about the songs and stuff. Like it would be three acts probably, or three short acts. Well, this is the thing, yeah. When and, do when do you introduce this? Do you yeah, make the act, first act shorter and then make the second act that fantasy concept? Because the first act is just pure setup, very entertaining yeah. setup, but you need all of that setup for the second act to work. Because then you'd have to like by the time you get to the third concept, you're like, oh, I've I've seen all this before, so. And usually yeah. when things do that, they rush through the other concepts slightly and part back to previous stuff. You can't you can't have them each as their own, I think. It's the problem with any vignette sort of thing. I mean, most recently, French Dispatch. The whole second story maybe, with Timothy Chalamet and Francis McDormand was my least favourite by far. And all through that, I was thinking, 
yeah, I'm, I'm ready for the third one. Because in the back of your head, you're knowing that there's going to be a third one. Um, it's kind of what he what he talked about with with Follies and Loveland. How he didn't want to fall into the, the audience to fall into the trap of, okay, Ben's got a Ben's got his song now. Phyllis has his Phyllis has her song. Did it, did it. And I think you'd sort of have that here as well. I mean, it has a nice triple quality to it, which of course leads into the constant triangles and the constant everything. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, no, I agree. Uh, Sundam originally wrote darker songs. Um, however, Hal talked him out of it, said, I was writing songs for Bergman's film, not Wheeler's play. Again, I wish I could have seen Bergman's film in time, but by all accounts, it is a darker piece. Very, very... Is he Swedish? Um, I mean, it's set in Sweden. I don't know if it's... I don't know if it's Ingmar Bergman Swedish. Ingmar Bergman was a Swedish film director. Yeah. He died... In 2007, aged 89. Ingmar Bergman has died at age 89. Um, Flora Roberts, this is Flora talking about um, Hal. Some of Hal's biggest investors were dying. I thought he was joking when he told me that in the middle of a telephone conversation with one of his biggest investors, the man died of a stroke. Again, they were in dire need of cash. They were in dire need of a hit. Um, this is another one of those things where it's like, I mean, this is still how it's kind of run a lot now, but investors, these just huge investors who would put up all the money for these sort, the majority of the money for these sort of things, I would either get it back or lose it, which is the sort of thing that isn't entirely unheard of now. It's just such a wild concept. I mean, you'd never have a producers nowadays, would you? You wouldn't have a load of a line of old ladies <laughs> uh, being your investors. Um, Prince, going into the first rehearsal with 10 out of the 16 songs was sheer lunacy. It was maddening, and I'll never allow it to happen again with anyone. So, yeah, it was quite a fun experience for him, apparently, but also they, he only had half the songs which is quite disastrous when heading in. And I don't know, the way that Prince says that there of, I'm not going to let it happen again with anyone. Is there a bit of friction there between Prince and Sondheim? Was Sondheim not growing arrogant with his talent, but was Sondheim very confident in the fact, no, 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 I will get you 16 songs before rehearsal finishes. And Prince was maybe taken in by that? I, I, I don't know. What, how do you feel? I, I, I think they're both in in uh, in the wrong, but I yeah I I I'm on Hal's side. I think. Oh yeah, it's just annoying. It disrupts rehearsals. Yeah, um, I have worked on two new musicals, and and it is it it is like it's very different from just a play, and you can just take out all scene and all that sort of thing, because especially if it's as intricate as this is or as the first one I worked on was, or the second one really, but all of the music bleeds in and all that sort of thing. Mm. And if it's as intricate a piece as this is, like famously, sometimes loves puzzles and all that sort of thing, you know, you've, it's quite sheer impossibility uh, for it to, um, I don't even know what I'm saying, but it, it sounds like a terrible, it sounds like a terrible, terrible uh, process. But then, of course, here we are, 50 years later, 
Oh, this is an excellent show. This is a perfect musical. So like, so like, you know, it's that typical thing of, uh, okay, but they pulled it off. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, and we'll talk about uh, clowns later. So um, for this uh, episode, we looked at the 1990 New York City opera production starring Sally Ann Howes, who recently passed, um, who you all know better, Will, as... Um, Truly, what's her name? Truly, scrumptious. Scrumptious, truly scrumptious. That's it. Yeah. Who is wonderful in this as Desiree, um, and uh, and uh, Little Red Riding Hood. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Um, okay. I, <laughs> a couple of things I've noted just about the way that this was filmed in 1990. On the curtain is a quote projected by John Rousseau. Now the production of it, like it doesn't say what it is because the, because the show's starting and they go, just say what the quote is, man. <laughs> okay, Hugh Downs describes the show as opening. The show begins with five singers who sing the recurrent theme of Remember, a clue to the long dormant love affair that's at the heart of our stories. Then two by two, we meet the theatrical people whose entangled relationships re-untangle are, un are untangled during the course of the evening. That's a pretty good sales pitch. I, 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 I'm pretty in. How did you feel about this opening, Will, where suddenly we're in this rehearsal and then suddenly it's this choral piece and it's not your typical overture? No, I loved it. Mm. I loved it a lot. And eventually it sort of segues into a more swooning and these these yeah the the overture the night waltz as it's um discussed on the um album and yeah that this concept of them rehearsing around a piano what what do you think of that i mean you could infer that sort of they're all actors sensibilities but i don't i does it work this whole concept of them starting off rehearsing around a piano i i it was exactly how you opened uh, <laughs> yes. of, of East. Yes, I did have a A-level production of Stephen Burkhoff's East where I did open like this. I genuinely forgot about that. Um, I'm sorry. Yeah, thanks for PTSD. Yeah, <laughs> thanks. Um, I'm going to say this, devil's advocate, and I don't think I believe it. Is the Remember theme sang and played too much throughout the show? It is done an awful lot. There's a part in the second act where I'm literally like, oh, not again. <laughs> but it is such a beautiful piece of music. Yeah, it is. How do you feel? It's a bit like an Eyes Wide Shut where like you're halfway to the end and it's like they keep playing that the ding, ding, ding. And you go, oh my God. <laughs> um, did you feel it was too much? It didn't annoy me that much, but I guess you, you've seen it many times, so it, I've it seen was... it many times, and I'm and 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 I've been I do this thing and I, I, like a madman I know, where I just listen to the albums before these recordings for like a good week. Um, I know, I know, uh, because I want the music to be so ingrained in me. Um, oh, how you promised and oh, how I lied. Again, one of those first lyrics of 
Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Um, do you read this as the ghosts of many other love affairs, or do you read this as quite literally the voices inside the heads of Desiree and Frederick? Uh, I, I was thinking a more literal, yeah. Of Desiree and Frederick. I, I think the big the big glimpse is um, the, the big remember, where it's sort of credited as a song on the album, uh, interspersed between the watching of the opera and, and the first time they share that moment, that ice, that locking of eyes. Then there's a swingers waltz, which I've called it, where all the characters come on and swap role, swap swap uh, partners and all that sort of thing. And, it, and again, it's just perfectly bringing you into this world of high elegance and the waltzing and the music and the romance and it's swooning and everybody's changing partners. Very, it's quite, it's quite a frank show sexually, don't you find? Mm, yeah, and um, I mean, there's, and, and I love just as a very simple choice. There's no shaming around the character of um, Petra. Petra, virgin. No, no, Anne. Oh, that, oh. Anne's the virgin. Petra is. Um, uh, Petra is the miller's son and the the maid who oh, has yeah. sex with Henrik, yes. and then, and you know, constantly talks about how great sex is and. You're a virgin. I could never be, you know, and 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 it's never played for laughs. And she's not no. some dumb slut or something. It, it's this, and then the Miller's son. She gets the biggest quote unquote really when it comes to like placement, eleven o'clock number stuff. She gets the biggest song of the show if you look at it in a pure old fashioned structure point. She gets the ladies or lunch number. And that's quite a weird choice when you think about it, really. This character who has not been in a lot, has been in it then and again, sang a little bit, took, took Hendrix's virginity, and then sang a little bit in A Weekend in the Country. But we'll get there later. Um, Solitaire is the only game in the world that requires absolute honesty. What did you think of Madame Armfeld? Great. Great. I want that chair. <laughs> Yes, I, we're going to talk about Elaine later. Elaine played this recently on Broadway. Yeah, I've seen those kids. <laughs> liaisons. Raisins. Ah, liaisons. <laughs> I said, when Elaine did it, I mean, it's a long show. Yes. It's a long show. I'm guessing it was even longer. When Elaine... <laughs> <laughs> I have seen videos of liaisons and it's like seven minutes and I go, that is just Elaine in the villa of the Baron de Signac. Where I spent a somewhat infamous year. I, 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 even in the glamorous life, she doesn't keep with the with the normal timing. She is mine, chores. <laughs> it's just it's just excellent. Every life is a killer. Mother surviving. La la la. Just great stuff. Uh, yeah, Into the Woods, Red Riding Hood, Barbara Byrne uh, from the 1980s uh, Into the Woods. Uh, I, I, did you recognise her, Will, or did, did you I need didn't. me to jog your memory? Yes. Did the voice not trigger it for you? No. Wait, which album of Into the Woods do you listen to? Oh, I listened to original Broadway. Thank God, yeah. And her voice didn't trigger with, it for you? With, is it Zeke or Zach? What's he Chip called? Chip Zine. Chip, that's him. Chip Zine, Joanna Gleason. Bernadette, Tom Aldridge. Bernadette um, yeah. Oh, uh, we'll, we'll save who I think the best Desiree is for later. That's reminded me. 
Do you not think it's Judy? I think I think it's Catherine Zeta Jones. Oh my God! Oh wow! <laughs> Have you seen her perform "Sending the Clowns"? No. <laughs> Is she good? Well, the um, we'll talk about Catherine later. Yeah. Okay. Um, I love this take, though. I think it's great. Um, isn't it? Um, the when Anne taunting Henry. Isn't it gloomy? It's profound. What did you think of Anne, the uh, the poor put upon virgin? Okay. Absolutely, just delightful. I love that she just never stops laughing at Henry. That there's no moment, in, even in their romance as it blossoms, there's no like she never stops laughing, and that's how we know they're in love. She's mocking and teasing him till the very end, um, which I love. What did you think of Henrik, the the outrageously depressed Christian? Great, great part. And this guy, I think a big thing is that this is performed by an opera company. So some of the acting is rather broad. And maybe this is the NT Live thing where we're watching it close up and it's a performance for an entire opera house. But Henrik is going for it. <laughs> sure is. <laughs> um, and it works very well, I feel. Who do you think is the MVP of this production, performance-wise? What, what do you mean by MVP? Most valuable player. I know we're not football people, Will. No, I, I, I didn't. I, I've never heard that. You've never before. heard MVP? No, uh, no. I know VAT. <laughs> Let's not have a tangent about acronyms we know. Um. <laughs> That YMCA. would be <laughs> yeah. No, uh, no. I want you to young, tell me what YMCA means. Young, young man's. That's a guess. The <laughs> the young men's community union, or union sentence. spelled with an A. Oh yeah, the young man's community. Uh, accommodation. Young Men's Christian Association. Ah. I don't know if they'd like the village people. <laughs> oh, no, I think you're thinking of different ones, because there's charity shops. There's a YMCA in Ponted. YMCA. Um, now, I'm looking, now I'm looking at the show. The song remains popular and is played at many sporting events. Um, in September 2000... YMCA was used <laughs> as the spacious <laughs> wake-up call on day 11. Um, it set a... Why am I reading the YMCA Wikipedia page? I'm sorry. About a little note. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. Oh, how we love you, young man. Um, the, um, which brings us to now, later, soon. Now. Later. Soon. The... Let's begin. Yes. Um, the do you think? I mean, obviously, this ends with the wonderful reveal of Desiree and him cuddling the pillow. Mm. Do you think it's a weird choice that it's not Night Waltz, glamorous life now, later, soon? Uh, or, or do you think this works? I think, I, it, I mean, it obviously works. Yeah. I think it works because it, it's part of the three uh, that come after this. That's fine. But how else are you going to introduce this storyline? Uh, yes, this, this, yeah. <laughs> yes, 
Why not just go straight in? Yeah. Have you seen? I mean, you you follow musical theatre pages, but this is literally a an alumni music meme, which is somebody's porn up title of cello kid fucks <laughs> stepmom. <laughs> um, it's very funny, but the because it, it is literally just a ten an entire ten minutes unto itself, and it has oh, yeah. its own arc, and it has now later soon, and then them all coming together. We'll talk about this later when it comes to putting it in a, into our song canon. Do well. We'll talk about it later. We'll see where we go. Did, have you ranked this as now? Sorry. Are we separated now, later, and soon? Are we having the entire thing? It depends. Because I like now. Personally. I like now. That's good. That's good. I am a top of Ferrari, the king of the Marvels of Power. <laughs> of course. Um, yes, I like now. Yeah. I also like later and soon. Yeah. Well, let's just stick it in. Yeah, because it's definitely... What if I put, I've put in a couple of versions of songs that I think we might be using in the canon? And I've currently put... I haven't picked a now, later, soon, have I? No, I haven't. Ooh. How many? We're only on the fourth list, weren't we? We can do five. All right. We can do five. We can do five. I ranked every song. Oh. I don't know why I haven't done this for the other shows. Probably because Follies has a score of 20 songs. But um, I've ranked all 11 songs. So we and, and I have put Now, Later, Soon as one. As the, as the best? No, as, as number five. All right. Oh. As number five, oh. but um, as now slash later slash soon. Yeah, okay. Okay. We've got so much to talk about, Will. Um, time. Now, a, I could ravish a B, I could now. Maybe the best, the fun, one of the funniest lines he's ever in. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, for lyrics, I've just put that entire song in. B, B deline delineate, Will. Discriminate. Oh, oh, ex uh, explain. No, oh. no, discriminate. Pick, pick one. Pick a line. Oh. You can't just do the whole song. Oh, um, uh, I, I'm gonna go disarmingly be in the nude. That might be. Yes, effective. yes. My body's all right, but not in perspective. But not in perspective. But not in the light. Not in the light. It's about to be chilly and feel a buffoon. But not just a silly. Mid afternoon with Lisa suggested, and how to proceed? Although she gets rested, perhaps I could read him. Uh, Dickens too frantic. Um, <laughs> and I'm sorry to say, but it's has Christian Anderson ever escaped with Illuminati. Sondheim. However, this is another example. Well, I'm sorry. This is Stephen Sondheim. This lyric is another example of the difference between clever and funny. The two elaborate rhyme stanzas about the books Frederick considers reading to Anne have never gotten even a snicker, nor should they. They are a book. They are a form of literary masturbation and are too clever by half, a phrase British critics are fond of overusing. <laughs> and I put here, I used it discussing whistle, I believe, calling it too clever by half, I believe, and we did that. Um, this, I think this is your, like, click in point. Yeah, yeah. And I think it's weird that your entry into the show, like your big opening number, quote-unquote, is now and is Frederick because 
it, this is one of those things where I think with Who's Afraid, the same with Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf, where a lot of people think it's Martha's show. George is on for more. Frederick has more songs. He's in it for more scenes. And although Desiree has Send in the Clowns, and although this has often been, and although I'd say it's a co-lead, mm. Frederick is definitely the lead over Desiree. Oh, yeah. If you're just looking at runtime, songs, all that sort of stuff, it's the lead, it's the lead role. Um, and actually, Sending the Clowns was supposed to be another Frederick song, but we'll get there later. Oh. Um, Petra flirting with Henrik, which will obviously have its payoff later. Then, later. Now, this is my least favourite of the three. It's very fun and it's very enjoyable yeah. to laugh at how sad it is. Yeah. Yeah. Henrik, you're Lindor, being pure, Henrik. But also, it's, it's not monotonous, but it is quite plodding. And it's intentionally plodding and it's intentionally melancholic and depressive. But it is quite dry. I've put here that it's a sad and funny version of Joanna Requiem. <laughs> Talking about like the, the Catholic, you know, Catholic guilt and all that sort of thing. The body. Deliver me. <laughs> um, and Mere then. Culpa. Sorry? Mia Culpa. Mia Mia Mia. That's it. It's called Joanna Mia Culpa, isn't it? Not yeah. Joanna Requiem. I have told you my Joanna Mia Culpa story, haven't I? No. I'm saving that. <laughs> Just you get ready. <laughs> and then soon I won't be but away. Did you watch the, or any clip or skip through the Jesse Buckley uh, version that the, the Many Air Chocolate Factory with Hannah Waddingham and um, Jesse Buckley is Anne? Um, yes, yes I did. And what did you think of Jesse Buckley? Uh, this was the version that um, Angela Lansbury was in, wasn't it? No, that's oh, the that's the other version. Yeah, no, that's the Catherine Zeta-Jones, Angela Lansbury, then Bernadette Peters and Elaine Stritch. Uh, but it was the same version. That was a Broadway transfer of the London Many Air Chocolate Factory production. Uh, I'll say the Chocolate Factory rang a bell. Directed by uh, Trevor Nunn. Um, and uh, it's, well, yeah, we'll talk about it. But um, obviously, Jessica Buckley is a famed star of stage and screen, isn't she? Um, the um, and she's wonderful and she's great as Anne. Uh, what did you think? What did? How did you feel about the sudden reveal? Desiree. How did you feel? Did it sort of throw you for a loop? Because also, you don't know who Desiree is yet, do you? No, 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 no. So you're like, and and uh, right. Also, be honest with me, Will. Did you remember that his wife's name was Anne and did you think he was talking about his wife? Um, maybe. You did, didn't you? That's fine. The, um, <laughs> yeah, because this is why I think glamorous life should become, should come before. Oh. I don't know. I feel, I just feel like glamorous life feels more like an opening number and 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 makes this more Desiree's show, even though what we've just talked about. I, I I don't know. How do you how do you feel? Do you think Glamorous Life should be before or, or what how do you feel? I, I like it how it is because it's it, it it's I think the reveal pays off better. Yeah. 
And then we're back to again rehearsing at the piano. Ordinary mothers lead ordinary lives. Also, like Desiree not being there to start with, and her, but I, yeah. it, it reflects on that 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 thing that oh, she's not always around. Like, but for a daughter, she mm -hmm. she misses it, and we're ah okay, we can see why. And then because I'm doing all this, but it, I think it makes sense. Yeah. Um, Speaking of which, it's very slight tangent. Gemma Collins. Uh, in Chicago as Mama Morton. When you are good, Sam. What the hell is that going to be? <laughs> Let's go watch it. Right. I'm going to be on the seven seas. The, um, <laughs> you know what? A, a, a little lyric I, oh, well, I obviously enjoy Madame Armfeld. Ordinary daughters. <laughs> um, <laughs> especially Elaine Stritch doing. But the, um, a, a lyric I enjoy here. Half empty houses, la, la, la. Is Desiree a popular actress? Uh, yeah. And and the half empty houses line is just like then and again you get shitty, you know, you're in shitty towns. Mm. She, uh, she gave me um, what's the Hugh Grant movie with um, Paddington Two, Meryl Streep. Florence Foster Jenkins, don't Florence Foster Jenkins vibes. The second movie where Meryl Streep is contracts syphilis. Can you guess? Out of Africa. Correct, Will. Yeah. Ding, ding, ding. I should, oh, I should have done that as a question for the next quiz. <laughs> oh, please. I need, I need my title back. Yeah, you did lose your title. There isn't going to be a quiz world this year because of the cruising and all the and all the well, stuff. I think you you'll find there is another host of this podcast. Oh, do you oh. know how to edit Will? Do you know how to upload Will? Yeah, but I won't. I've not got time. Will, we can we can all we can, <laughs> you're just doing yourself. We could do that if you wanted. We could. We could. But let's let's put a pin in it. We'll put a pin in that. We'll see how we see it. That could work and that could work. Anyway, right. Okay. Okay. I'm getting excited now. Because I could <laughs> finally be in one. Yeah. Oh, I'm getting excited. And I could create some different rounds. Yeah, but you gotta keep the <laughs> this is where this is where the problem rises. This is where the problem rises. I, 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 because I, 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 um, anyway, remember, oh, <laughs> sorry, early morning, darling, early morning. This is filthy. Darling. This is absolutely filthy. The condition of the room when we were through. <laughs> you limped. I had a cold for a week. This I always forget how naughty this song is. Um, ah, how we laughed. Ah, how we wept. Ah, how we polkered and oh, how we slept. And it also has that that great Christine moment, the, uh, the phantom Christine moment of, could it be? Could it be Christine? Bravo! Long ago, it seems so long ago, how young and innocent we were. Oh, I love Phantom. How could we do a Phantom episode? We've talked about this, doing Andrew Lloyd Webber. Yeah, no, I'd, I'd happily do the same what we're doing now, but um, as a fortnight. 
Yes, it was se severely truncated. <laughs> severely, severely <laughs> cut down. Um, yes, we're like the worst Sundown shows we've had fun talking about and are interesting and have good yeah. qualities. I don't know what the best part of Stephen Ward is going to be. <laughs> I don't think we'll even get aspects in there. No, that's the problem. This is the problem. Anyway. Um, yeah. And also, I don't think I want to do touch watch any cats again. Really? Because we'd have to do two episodes. We'd have to do the movie and the and the nineties, the filming of it. Mm. Oh, oh, is that the one with um, the um, Elaine, movie? Elaine, and John Partridge? Yeah, John Partridge is yeah. something that's great. Yeah, <laughs> if you have a pheasant, I'd rather have grouse. <laughs> so, Will, what's your favorite lyric from a little night music? Well, I'm a big fan of, isn't it rich? Milk! <laughs> um, we're just going, meow. Meow. <laughs> Still annoys me. They build, we've talked about this so many times, they build that entire Cats movie around, look at these 20 actors that we've got in it. You had Ray Winstone and he wasn't even there. Yeah, yeah. That Ray Winstone was the best part. It's like, cut. And it's Ray Winston on a bar. <laughs> like, Bloody hell. It, this th is great. it threw us off for a whole 10 minutes yeah. because we were thinking, is that, is that Ray Winston? Because they would have said, surely. Yeah, surely. He's got top billing as Ray Winston. <laughs> Judy Dench. Well, in many ways, I'm a bit of a trans Deuteronomy. <laughs> um, Sondheim, however, again, spoiler of fun, Stephen Sondheim. I ignored logic for laughs. He's talking about how... Um, this, again, this was supposed to be the stories of Desiree and Frederick. However, he sort of just threw that out for laughs. Um, I shudder with a mixture of pleasure and shame. Because <laughs> it is great. And then we cut to immediately Henrik. Oh, sorry, do you have any other notes on uh, Remember? No. Is this in your top whatevers? No. I currently have Remember at eight. Hmm. I think that's an appropriate place, actually. Yeah. Very well done. <laughs> Thank you, Will. Um, we have sinned! And it was a complete failure. These buttons, these insufferable buttons. <laughs> um, poor Henrik. What does he mean it's failed? He couldn't get it up or he came too early? We don't have to answer um, that question. But... No, no. <laughs> um, then we get, for me, my favourite scene in the entire thing. The extended dressing room sequence where Frederick and Desiree meet again. You must meet my wife, which isn't my favourite song, but I do like a lot. And it's, it's it's number three for me. Will it's number three for me. Oh yeah. Do Better. we have the do we have the same top three? Send in the clowns. You must meet my wife. Mm, I've got now. Later soon. Oh, I, I, I've also got. It would have been wonderful. Okay. And I've got the overture slash night waltz in there. Okay, right. You're throwing <laughs> off the whole scent here. <laughs> She's only eighteen. Oh. Um. So you took her home and tucked her in her cart with her rattle and her woolly penguin. I've always enjoyed how Sally says that. Um, don't specify the vegetable, please. I'm easily deflated. Again, very sexually frank. I enjoy it a lot. 
Um, and then you must meet my wife. Just an absolute. So hmm. this was written because Glynis Johns, the original Desiree, was not a talented singer. Um, and she just the whole breath. Well, no, she was a talented singer, but her big problem was breath control. Hence, send in the clowns. So he's, he's said this so many times. D, 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 two, three. D, 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 two, three. Because she just had no major breath control. Um, and that was, but what did she have? Killer line readings. So the entire concoction of You Must Meet My Wife just letting her, you know, um, I must meet your Gottrude. <laughs> What's your favourite uh, Desiree line, uh, uh, killer, killer line? Oh, I haven't got one written down. I must meet your wife. Let me get my hat and my knife. I mean, we all know the, we all know the answer. Well, she's really quite simple. Yes, that much seems clear. <laughs> that was my Catherine impression. That was Patty Lapone. Playing Desiree, she has played it. It's wonderful. Has she? She oh. literally, she literally does it like that. She just doesn't even give it any comedy. She goes, <laughs> but but it's hilarious. And he goes, it's with George Hearn. Oh George! And this is with Len. Uh, oh yes, yeah. Oh, yeah. this isn't. But the original Broadway is with Len. Uh, yeah. Len. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, this is with I want to say George My David Sweeney boys. <laughs> Sweeney boys. But surely you don't listen to that album because you don't like Angela Lansbury. Correct. I listened to the uh, Michael Ball Imelda one. You're goddamn, you're goddamn right. Oh, yes. I need to find a bootleg of that so we can discuss it in the second Sondheim episode. Uh, second Sweeney Todd episode. Um, I, I, but again, I could just pluck from my memory, couldn't I? Uh, no, Patty, um, Patty, go, yeah, yeah. She's really quite simple. Yes, that much seems clear. Very good. Um, liaisons. You didn't didn't care for liaisons, well. Um, if I'm honest, <laughs> no, not at all. No. Uh, no, I liked it. I think it's because I watched Angela Lansbury sing it. Yes. Wait. So you didn't watch the 1990 NYC Opera? I did. Oh, oh, and you just skipped oh, under you watch. Yeah, 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 yeah. Tom made me a playlist of little things to watch. I did, yeah, and yeah. I watched it. Good. Oh, so we can talk about Alan Tishmarsh. <laughs> yeah. And and here is the next song. <laughs> Don't get ahead of us as well. We've got half an hour of Tishmarsh talk. Um, so the, um, I think it's it's the person. I think Hermione Gringold on the original Broadway said sensational. I think Regina Resnick in this version in the NYC that we watched. I think Angela's pretty terrible. Mm. This is the first time I've ever agreed so adamantly with you about Angela Lansbury. Well, again, this episode comes out seven <laughs> months. Oh, so it was you. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Elaine's obviously sensational. Um, yeah. I don't trust anybody who doesn't make a joke of raisins liaisons. Angela. Raisins! Raisins! <laughs> Whereas Elaine, absolute deadpan, is not, not even figs. Raisins. Liaisons. Where was I? <laughs> In the villa of the Baron de Signac. 
I, I quite like liaisons when it's done well. Mm. Like Sean Phillips in the Alan Titchmarch um, production. <laughs> the Alan, we call it the Alan Titchmarch. <laughs> <laughs> Who did he play? <laughs> that might be my Desert Island disc. Um, <laughs> Trust City there. Now, in dis- in, in, this is the Miller's son, and you'll see in the background, there's a wonderful Clematis. <laughs> What's the name of his biography that's been circling recently? Oh, Green, green Fingered. So I don't know. What is it? <laughs> Google it. It's like from trowel to grave or something. It's really funny. It's called... Um, <laughs> oh, uh, autobiography, not biography. Yeah. I've written about Alan. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, trowel and error. Oh, very good, <laughs> Thank you, Alan. Um, Hermione. Ground force every day. I just think that these are just really funny lines to see them in discriminate women. It pains me more yeah. than I can say. And don't you just get the vibe of your grandma telling you stories and yeah, forgetting yeah. the story halfway through, going into another one and then falling asleep, <laughs> which Regina Resnick does not pull off. Uh, <laughs> Um, who was prematurely deaf but a dear um, Amina Gingold's audition she was fine but then after it she said I read the script and it says in the script that the character is 74 and I am 74 and it says in the script that at the end her wig slips and then at that point she took off her wig and she was completely bald and, <laughs> uh, and they gave her the part as soon as she left Oh, wow. Um, something, it's a stupid note, opera audiences. I love the sound of an opera audience. They're all just bravoing and, oh, bravo, bravo. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, here we meet Count Malcolm. What do you think of Count Malcolm, Will? Uh, I thought, I know who's, who'd play Count Malcolm if we were doing. It's you, Tom. I was going to, no. Well, no, I you're, guess. You're, you're not a... No, I'm not no. a physical type, am I? No, the you know who I'd be. You wouldn't be Friedrich. Not for a while. No. But then, are you saying you're Frederick and I'm Henrik? Yes, yes, I am. Yes, that was really good. That's good casting. But I, I, I can't belt a B four. Yeah, Henrik, Henrik. Oh! Well, that was quite. That was quite good, actually. Anyway. Now it's falsetto, mate. You, you, you're kidding yourself. All right. <laughs> I have five hours with my wife. Um, just keep, This is keep, our first podcast, actually, since... Oh, uh, no, that's untrue, because not, we did Deep Water. Did we Did we also do some... I've I made... You know, for a while. Because he... Because he he was, I was talking about Ben as Big Van Allen and saying, you know, in this scene, he's, he's kind of saying, keep your hand, keep my wife's name. Oh, yo. You know what's great is that this will come out after the next Oscars. <laughs> you think he'll be there? He's resigned from the Academy. Yeah. Like, we're not doing this tangent, Will. You have given me a hard out. <laughs> um, <laughs> are you fond of Jules, sir? Just great fast stuff, like, you know, Desiree having to dump all the clothes in the water. I'm afraid they're still wet. <laughs> um, there, there's no doubt that um, I, I'm imagining he asked him to 
write the book for Sweeney. Um, Based off this. Yeah, because you can see the crossover because Sweeney is filthy in its own right. Sweeney's filthy. Well, people often talk, Sundam has often said many times his two favourite genres are farce and melodrama. And that's Sweeney. Like the, you wouldn't think of it as a farce, but the final half an hour of Sweeney Todd is just a two doors, one stair farce, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Except the stair is a, is, a, is, a, is a killer chair that goes down into your cellar. <laughs> and instead of people coming in and out and, oh, I say, where's, yeah, oh, where's oh, Colonel Greenwald? Or people getting mis mistakenly, it, it's that, it, you got that mistaken when kills a beggar woman, stuff like that. Oh, yeah. shut. That, yeah. that is, yeah. Except you don't go, bloody hell, oh, you shut up. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I say. Um, <laughs> so that's a shame. That's just a small prick. Oh, <laughs> oh, I say. Get in that box. Oh, I say. Um, oh, my, my pies are hot. Oh, I've got some hot pies. Oh. Are you ready down there, Miss Lovis? Yes, I need some stuffing. Oh, she don't mean it. <laughs> Where's Mrs. Lovett gone, Mr. Todd? Oh, she's gone down for some air. To... Uh, there's, there's foul foul smells coming from her chimney. And then there's this whole thing of Mrs. Lovett maybe being pregnant, and she goes, Mrs. Lovett isn't pregnant. What's she doing downstairs? She's got something in the oven. Oh, no! Uh, this is great. In praise of women... <laughs> she couldn't. Uh, no. <laughs> I had. I see what you're talking about because many people have said that I would be a very good Gaston. Oh, and I would be your Lefeu. <laughs> yeah, well, yes. When I was a lad, I ate four dozen eggs. Um, oh, brilliant! So, dogs, kids, baby boys. Love being the beast. Um, the, I love the newspaper triggering him. The papers, the goddamn papers. Um, what did you think of In Praise of Women, Will? I thought it's very good, actually. Yeah, very fun song, nice character song. Brings her into the brings her into the world. Yeah. However, it is my number ten. Ah, it's not. Yeah, it's not made my top five. And happily without a time bomb in your Lily of the Valley bouquet. Very witty book from Hugh Wheeler. I enjoy it. Um, every day a little death. This is going in there. Well, I'm sorry. You know, I, I'll, I'll take that. I'll take that a lot. Love it. Men are stupid, men are vain. Love's disgusting, love's insane. A humiliating business. Oh, how true. And it's, I love that it's a duet. I love that Anne sees what could become of her life. I'd argue it's more of a trio. <laughs> oh. God. I was talking with Ava the other day about how um, when, when you look back at it, those summer sweaty, so hot, us all drinking lockdown episodes were great. Oh, yeah. And now here we are. <laughs> um, the, yeah, the, the complete acceptance of two lousy marriages and the pain of the time being trapped in them. Um, I think it's just a beautiful, beautiful song. This was Hal Prince's favourite of the songs. Um, so when it came to making the film, he wanted Sundown to write more. Um, yeah, no, great stuff. 
Um, come, child, I must give you your advice for the day. If they're actors, they have to sleep in the stables. They will not be served by best champagne. I'm saving that for my funeral. Just three knockout lines. And then weekend in the country. Arguably his third best, second best closing of Act, act One Closer. A little oh, priest. little priest. What about... Um, um, Ever After. Ever after. <laughs> you can't say it without going. Yeah. Um, Ever after. Elaine Stritch as the mysterious man narrator. Oh, Will. Once upon a time. <laughs> the conductor's down there. They die, but they don't. Yeah. <laughs> the conductor's down there. Once. <laughs> That would be a good tip. I'm going to make that as a TikTok, actually. The conductor when Elaine Stritch is playing all these different parts. It's just dedicated to that. Can I be Elaine Stritch? You can. You can. I'll edit them. <laughs> I know how to edit. Uh, Don't tell um, this. <laughs> um, yeah. Does anyone... <laughs> Do y'all do for longer? <laughs> Tonight. I put here's a TikTok. Lane Stritch on the opening night of Company in 1969. Uh, color, colorized footage. Does anyone still wear a hat? And then Lane Stritch on closing night. Does anyone, <laughs> gentlemen, you intrigue me? Yeah, gentlemen. <laughs> oh my God! Did you see him be Wolverine? <laughs> <laughs> this is great. We when well, are we we've doing? We've got time for this, Tom. No, we don't have time for this. Weekend in the country, in the country, in the flesh. But the business with a mother would be hardly the business I'd worry about. Watching little things grow. Um, absolutely outrageous. That's my number two. Mm. How do you feel about that? Uh, fine. Fine. Feel yeah. fine. <laughs> feel fine. Um, we're okay for time, though, because second, the second act is rather short. It or is. at least doesn't have many songs. No, I would say Act 1, the songs are very long. Whereas Act 2 are more your typical songs. Whereas up until I would say, you must meet my wife, it's all quite, oh, we're going to do everything. Well, I think, I think it's less that they're long and more so that it's the constant bringing back in of the leader singers and the remember and it's not that the actual songs are long every day a little death is two minutes 50. you should apologize <laughs> um so um freed in this who's the guy who fucks petra in the woods um the i'm confused oh, oh sorry sorry the guy who's playing frederick in this was the original broadway cast album of free was the original broadway cast freed um Unhappily, we found the chateau quarantined for plague. Where does Countess? Uh, she's another Phyllis type. She's quite literally Phyllis again, isn't she? Mm. <laughs> Which, of course, I'm up. And this is my daughter. Very funny, Sally Ann House. <laughs> um, what is it with all this intensely loud coughing in the audience? Was that just me, or did you hear that? I did. Yeah. I did. Um, yeah. Yes. He's going to have sex with you, or blah, blah, blah. And it's exactly what he deserves. I'm not sure I appreciate that remark, dear. <laughs> hmm. 
What a seductive cravat. How do you feel about the Countess as the play goes on? She sort of gets, she doesn't really get a good arc, does she? She sort of gets uh, no, thrown, she just, thrown away by no. Frederick and then is just no. like, okay, and this guy's dies. not close. No. No. Oh, you're thinking of Madame Armfeld. I'm talking about oh. every day a little death. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Madame Armfeld does not seduce Frederick. Young boy, come here in come the villa of the bar and the senior. Relax, solitaire. Relax, solitaire boy. <laughs> it is the only game where you have to be completely truthful. Or as Elaine would do it, boy, come here. I've got my cravat now. Oh, <laughs> I have actually had this ruined for me, Will. I saw some promotional materials. Um, what for my show? Yes, yes. Yeah. I, I designed. Ah, of course. Well, very good at putting photos in an order. Well, uh, <laughs> I haven't seen the post yet. Have you done a poster? Yeah. Oh, I haven't seen that. I've seen the post, the picture, the poster with all the pictures on. Ah, oh, yeah, I've done a post. It's similar. That's good. It would have been wonderful. You talk about this because I'm sorry, Will. This might be my least favorite song in the show. Very, 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 very good. Probably my twelfth. Yeah, um, I I can't really remember this one. If I'll be honest, it was it's Frederick and the Counts. It would have been wonderful if she'd only been ugly. If she'd only been the. If she'd only oh, been the, the, the sort of agony one. Yes, or or dead. It would have been wonderful. But the woman was perfection. It's yeah. It's think, it's good. I think yeah. It's. It has more, it, it's got opportunity to be a lot funnier. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it could whereas it's all, more. whereas it, instead it's all building up to, or dead, it would have been wonderful. Yeah. But that's four minutes of build up. I think they should start one-upping each other, then realise they're agreeing, and then go, or oh, dead. <laughs> yeah. Um, Lovely statue, uh, say again. Lovely statue. Yes, I know. Well, that's another thing with the with the um, um, the opera. With the, yeah, with the with the with the grand opera. Robert Downey Jr. is hiding underneath. Robert Downey. Oh yes, yes. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's not here. The bomb's not here. The bomb's not here. <laughs> oh. Um, are you an opera fan, Will? I like the opera. You're allowed 30 seconds of tangent. Have you seen an opera? I've never seen an opera. I'd love to go to the opera, actually. Get all dressed up, go to the opera. Let's go. Let's all get dressed up and go to the opera when I'm back in uh, September, November. OK, that's enough of a tangent. Um, <laughs> the server announcing the dinner is served with Frederick hiding is just pure fast bullshit. Love it. Um, and then the full disclosure dinner sequence. Dun, 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 <laughs> full disclosure. <laughs> It's literally the exact same thing. Just really? not. Uh, here, smash this too. Smash all the glasses. I still got the fox box dilemma. <laughs> However, what was indie box? Are you writing an email? <laughs> no, sorry. You're just tapping. I feel like I've not smoked in ten weeks. <laughs> um, it sounds I, I wonderful. Well. Thank you. Send in the clowns. Here we go. 
did it pay off well in this in the show did it is it because you have had what your almost your entire life building up to this moment that's a bit much you <laughs> how did how was it did it pay off i liked it a lot um the, the, I, I think I, I right. Let's talk about sending the clouds. It is, I, I. This week I've been wondering: should I put it? Should we put it number one in our list? Okay. It's it's a sensational song. I think it's one of the best songs he's ever written. Uh, oh, wish, number one of the on the canon. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't think we will. But, I don't think we will. I like a little priest at number one. Oh yeah. Um, we got, we haven't done it yet, Tom. It's true. I mean, um, but yeah, I, I think it's covered to death. Um, yes. And to, to see it acted. Acted and in its proper context with the acting thing that I was talking about earlier. Acted to someone as well, because he's, he's there. And I, yeah, I, I thought it was very, and it brought so much more meaning to the song. And with the dialogue halfway through. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, uh, Desiree. Yeah. yeah. It completely pays off, doesn't it? And that, I, that, I, wanted. yeah, I'm. I don't know whether we put it one-one. We'll get there in a moment. Oh, we've got all that to do. Um, so now it's a song of irony, really. It's been done many times as an emotional ballad, but it's just not really that. Um, uh, yeah. So originally, this was supposed to be a song for Frederick. That's what Stephen was noodling right. with. Um, but Hal Prince was like, no, Desiree needs a song in Act Two. And I think that this would be the scene to do it. Um, however, Sondheim was like, no, 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 that's Frederick's scene. Frederick, you know, that's Frederick's scene. Frederick's doing all the talking, blah, blah, blah. And then Hal said, no, I've directed it in a way to make it Desiree's scene. And of course, and of course he had. And that is, that is one of those stagings that's never really changed. Desiree sat on the bed complete focus on her whilst Frederick is saying all these things and we can't help but not look at her. Mm. And it absolutely um, tears, your, tears your heart out. So in 1980 and 1990, this was probably his favourite, This sorry, this was his most definitely his most famous composition. Um, mm. Do you think it's still his most famous song? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, in in pop in the pop world, I think a lot of people outside of the world of musical theatre, like when I do the th when I do the joke of you know people saying Tom do a song do a song or whatever, and I go I don't like singing. Isn't it rich? People people laugh. People know the song, and and people know that first line. Isn't it rich? Isn't it rich? Yeah, I, I, again, like you're saying, it was such a hit. Um, <clears throat> Would it have the same? I, I don't like saying no more giants. No, no, no. I either do. I there's three I do. I do. Please, no. I don't want to sing. Some folks like to get away, take a holiday, <laughs> and um, that's the main one I do. Or oh no, 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 no. I do. I, I tell a lie. And then the other one I do is, please. I really don't want to sing. I believe the children are our future. Teach them well and let them lead the way. Um. <laughs> Then we get the Miller's son. You're going to love this, Will. What song do I relate this to? Except it's at the end and not like early on in the middle of the first act. Um, what? 
another suitcase and another hall. Take oh. a picture of another wall. Where am I going to? You'll get by. Now, Eva Perro. Oh, every disadvantage you need if you want to succeed. No money, no cash. No, no Starlight. <laughs> there was no SUV at the age of 15. Oh, it's oh. great. Evita's great. I'm going to have my shower to Evita today. Um, oh, that's one of those musicals where literally I, I put it on and then suddenly it all comes back to me. Somebody sang Don't Cry For Me Argentina at karaoke on Friday night. And I knew every word. And I was like, this, and that's not even my top huh? 10 favourite song in that show. It was like, I'm sixes and sevens with you. And even though it was at a fucking karaoke with a load of drunk people, the, the um, <laughs> I know it was outrageous, but the still lamp absolutely gave me goosebumps. Was da 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 yeah the the swelling oh, and in the film where it cuts back to her on the train. Well, you need to get on the film. I'm sorry. It's I listened to the film soundtrack the other day because uh, I really like the um. The new one, the like rock and roll Peron. Yeah, the, um, <laughs> but which isn't new. It's from the original concept album. Is it? Oh, yeah, yeah. right stuff. Do, 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 at the government's blow, there was. Goodbye, bye, we're having a ball. Right. Yeah. Bye, bye, we're having a ball. ball. <laughs> God, I fucking love Evita. <laughs> you know what else I think Evita does well in the what? film? is that there's no interval. So you go straight through, whereas when you're watching it in the theater, there's an interval. And so the second half is fucking misery. It is, yeah, because you go straight from a new Argentina and Peron's latest slave, which I would argue the great, one of the great closing yeah. of all time, straight into break and then- Don't cry for me, I just- And then it's- Yeah. Don't cry. Yeah. Well, apart from she called me a whore I can't believe they actually called me a whore and apart from Rainbow High and Rainbow Tour it is yeah. nothing but sad songs yeah 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 she's a dime no great lives it's weird it's it, it, yeah oh, I'll You're 30 more seconds on Evita you um, oh, no, Rainbow God. High is amazing <sighs> and then straight away it's almost a song from Joseph Franco's raining <laughs> Yeah, for 40s. But it's great. <laughs> I absolutely love Ibita. Rainbow High is, is my anthem in many ways. Anyway, Rainbow High is my favourite song from that musical. And I no, would it my favourite musical theatre song of all time. Yes. That's going to be a case where if we do Andrew Lloyd Webber, I'm not having any little priest bullshit. Rainbow High is number one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> The Miller's Son. Uh, what did you think of The Miller's Son, Will? Did it sort of take you for a loop of like, oh, Petra has a song and it's this great? Yeah, yeah, it was fun. It's a push and a wriggle and a cable in the grass and I don't even, I can't even sing the song. It's so intricate and, and, and delicate and wonderful. Yeah, and the, and the, the timing, the ways it, it suddenly goes, duh, 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 and then yeah, it's, it's very good. Very good. Uh, there seems to be a great deal going on in this house tonight. Just a really funny line. And then the wooden ring monologue, again. Just a really painful, and who knows, now he could have been the love of my life. What an incredible little... <laughs> and then 
everything get everything comes to a head and everything's sorted out. Is them singing sending the clowns a bit much? Yeah. Aren't we a pair? <laughs> Was that a farce? My fault, I fear. It is a bit much, isn't it? And then the smile of the fools was particularly broad tonight. The grandmother just dying. Is she dying or falling asleep? Oh, she she died. <laughs> she just did. She did. Um, a little night music. Here we go. Oh my god, this is so wow. Um, a film version of a little night music was released in 1977 with Liz Taylor. It's absolutely terrible. They cut Miller's son. They cut liaisons. They cut in praise of women. It was uh, Harold Prince's second and final time directing for the film. Oh, Variety wow. called it an elegant looking period romantic charade. The praise was for Diana Riggs' performance as the Countess. Very, very, very good. Prince says it's going to be a ro very romantic film filled with good looking women and elegant costumes. What a way to sell wow. a movie. <laughs> <laughs> Absolute last minute call to bring Len Cariou back into the film because Peter Finch and a couple of other actors eventually bowed out. Len Cariou, two hours of sleep, was dragged into the recording booth and had to squeeze Liz Taylor's arm because she didn't understand music and beats. So she literally had to squeeze her arm in the recording booth as she laid down a couple of the songs. Um, Pauline Kale's review. The film has been made as if Hal Prince has never seen a motion picture. <laughs> that is why it does not get its own episode. Um, <laughs> the most critically acclaimed production, of course, is the 1990... Oh, top five lyrics, Will. Shoot. Oh, um, I've only written now. I've just Go. written... Oh, that's fine. Now. But how are you feeling today? Are you corrupting the child? Don't. Uh, she flutters how charming. She twitters my words. She floats. Isn't that alarming? What is she? A bird? She talks... He talks fondly of his wars and his horses and his whores. Yeah. I enjoy... So charming, so winning, so unlike a wife. I also enjoy... Here, the last place I'm going is there. Um, let's talk about the 1995 Alan Tishmash <laughs> production. No, the 1995 uh, National Theatre production starring uh, Judy Dench, directed by Sean Mateus, uh, presumably always in a sleeveless leather jacket. <laughs> um, who, who, you have seen a Sean Mateus production, Will. Did you know that? Have I? Is it, was it The Glass Menagerie? No, it was No Man's Land with... Um, oh, there you yes. go. So this had, uh, so this was just this huge critically acclaimed thing at the National Theatre. Uh, Joanna Riding was Anne, Lawrence Guitard, who played the orig original Broadway uh, Count Malcolm was Frederick, Sean Phillips as Madame Armfeld, Patricia Hodge as the Countess. Dench received the Olivier Award for Best Actress in a Musical. Um, Sondheim talking about this production. On a Midsummer Night's Eve in Scandinavia, when the sun never really sets, there is a great sense of erotic anticipation that's never fulfilled. So there's a lot of flirtation and sex in the air. Uh, Matthias directing Sending the Clowns. What was good about that was nothing you did propelled himself out of the room. There was a lot more confrontation in this one. Uh, this was the first time Sean Matthias had directed a musical, uh, obviously paid off. Um, how do you feel about this, Will? Have you been to have you seen the Olivier stage in person? Um no. no. I, I, I've you never been to the National Theatre. Oh yes. We've seen the folly. You've seen the follies though. Anyway, the Olivier stage is this huge thing. How do you feel about Little Night Music on huge stages? Um no. I think it'd be done well in the park. Oh yeah, this is it like the Regent's Park did into the woods, didn't they? Why not just do this as well? 
Anyway, anyway, here we are. The reason we're here today, the Alan Titchmarsh production. The Alan Titchmarsh interviewing everybody. When I hear the first bars, it's so easy to remember. <laughs> um, Alan, tell us what it's all about in 30 seconds. Uh, the fabulous Sean Phillips, when she finishes singing liaisons, he goes, you know what? I think that might be one of my Desert Island Discs. Now, Will, I googled what Alan Titchmarch's Desert Island Discs actually were, expecting him to just have been saying that is bullshit. Yeah. But one of his Desert Island Discs is Remember from A Little Night Remember! <laughs> because on his honeymoon, he looked up and saw a canopy in red needing repair. Um, and, and he would take, his book would be a P.G. Woodhouse blanding novel, and he would take a box of watercolours. I love him talking to Sean Phillips. You're playing Judy Dench's mother. That's a bit of a knock. <laughs> <laughs> and then we have wonderful wigs and quite clever lighting and makeup. And Judy just has always just been a beautiful, incredible, just always the nicest woman, hasn't she? Do you like Judy, Will? I mean, I know you do. Oh, God, explore, explore to work. Leave now. Go now. Go now. And there was the, what did you think of what we saw of the 1995 production? Obviously it looks incredible, doesn't it? Yeah, no, it looks great. I wish I saw it. Looks perfectly I was alive. Yes. The 2003 production starred Anna Kendrick as little Frederica, Jeremy Irons as Frederick, and mm. Juliet Stevenson as Desiree. That sounds rather good. I love Anna Kendrick. Um, the 2008 London revival. So this had... Uh, Alexander Hansen and Jesse Buckley and Hannah Waddingham. And then it moved to the Garrick Theatre in the West End for a limited season. And then eventually moved to Broadway, where it found your favourite Desiree Will, Catherine Zeta-Jones. Yeah. And your least favourite, um, <laughs> Madame Arthur, Angela Lansbury. Um, why, is this, why is Catherine Zeta your favourite? I, I don't disagree with you, but why? I, 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 from, from the clips I've seen, I think she's very excellent. Uh, portraying Desiree as an actress, yeah, she's very. Yes. Also, I think she gives a lot of vulnerability to Desiree mm. that I've not seen before. Yeah, um, so she was replaced um, by uh, Bernadette Peters, Bernadette and Elaine. Um, like, oh, sorry, one minute, one Lansbury quote: "To come back to Broadway after all these years felt unnatural. It was Sondheim that approached her." And I, and, and I said, my time has come to play this old bird. So I trotted out my acting and vocal skills once more. Trotted out being the opposite word. She also <laughs> used an earpiece. Oh, dear. Um, yeah, so there's been, yeah, yeah. Uh, Elaine completely refused to use an earpiece. They suggested it. And so literally for the first two weeks of performances. I bet there were a lot. Elaine, uh, we want you to wear an earpiece because we've got a click track that we'd like you to work with. <laughs> no, literally, the first two weeks of performances, yeah. she just would go, wait, I'm going to get it. <laughs> she would just... <laughs> really? Literally. But in the villa, I'm going to get it. And I, I don't want to make fun of her because it's not funny, but I just... It, you know what I you know what it, it no it is funny I just love 
the ballsiness of just going, no, everybody wait. And, and her struggling through it. I think it's wonderful. One of my favorite videos ever is her singing I'm Still Here at, for Barack Obama at the White House. And the video is eight minutes long, Will, because <laughs> she keeps forgetting the lines and her pianist is helping her through. And it's just this incredibly, it's, it's sad in some ways, but also this, this funny, brilliant woman just being an absolute knockout until the very last moment. I, well, I love her. Like, I, I absolutely love her. Um, which brings us on to Elaine a, a, a Stritch with theatre on theatre talk um, on the bows. Basically, she knows she didn't. So obviously, she's in a wheelchair the whole time, and she talks about the bows. When the lights get up, I stand up abnormally fast. I'm running around the theatre and telling people I can still take walking parts. Uh, she just didn't want everybody to think <laughs> that uh, she could only do that. Um, Steve gave me two of the best pieces of direction I've ever had in my life to sing liaisons. Hal said, there's something you should know about that number. Whenever you feel a little off, you're great, you're terrific. And if you get depressed in any way about that song, there was a woman who overheard Steve one night coming out of the theater saying, well, my favorite song was The Azores. And then Michael Riedel goes, yeah, but what were the two pieces of advice? <laughs> and then she remembers. And she goes, <laughs> and she only says one of them. At the end of the song, snore. She suddenly falls asleep, snore. He's so smart, I could kill him. And I'm not afraid of him anymore. She just, the, I, I just, oh my God, I love the woman so much. Um, I love the theater. She, this is a great moment. She says, I love the theater. And then she catches herself and goes, and I never come late. And that's why the lady is a tramp and I'm happy to admit it. And then this is the final, and this is the final thing I want to end with, with Lane Stritch, and then we'll do some, talk about some songs, is when they wanted to extend it and they were discussing the money for the extension. And uh, she's, she thought that she was being humble and she just said, I'll take whatever Bernadette's doing. And the guy says, oh no, we can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> And she goes and she says, I'm being so big about it. And I tell you, it was one of the saddest, funniest moments of my life. But that's the theater. So what are you going to do? We call ourselves the replacements. We're going to do a club act. God, I love Elaine. And I liked Bernadette as well. Mm. Um, right then, Will, here we go. Top five songs. Are we do Let's do five. Let's do five. So Send In The Clowns is a lock. Yeah. Um, now, later, soon, as a as a thing, is a lock. Yeah. Then, I want a weekend in the country as a lock. Yeah. I'd like you must miss my way. I agree. Yeah. You must, and I'll use the Catherine Zia Jones version just for you. Will. Thank you. Okay, so now we have. Right, let's have two songs. I don't give a shit. Oh, uh, no, no. Sorry? Let's have, let's have one. Oh, okay. Well, whoa. Miller's son are every day a little deaf then. Every day a little deaf. I also want the Miller's son in there, Well, I'm sorry, I'm overthrowing oh, you. Okay. <laughs> the Miller's son and every day a little deaf. I'm going to. <laughs> You'll get back. Uh, I also want in there um, Rainbow High. <laughs> What tops our Sunday list? Rainbow, Rainbow High. High. <laughs> I'm sorry, liaisons. 
I'm sorry. Um, okay, right. Have you got the ranking up, Will? Yeah. Right. So, oh, let's rank these as they are. Send in the clowns, then now, later, soon, then weekend in the country, then you must meet my wife, then the Miller's son, then every day a little death. Yeah. That yeah. actually works, doesn't it? <laughs> okay, so uh, every day a little death, where's that going? Ooh, um, I would say... I'd say before too many mornings. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Every day a little death in the parlour in the square. Um, in a lot of songs, aren't it? Yes, it's building, it's building. Right, the Miller's son. So Miller's son. Um, what's too many? Oh, that's from this. No, no, too many mornings is Follies, is the beautiful love song in Follies. Ah, yes, well, it's not better than that. Oh, okay. So we want, well, there we go then. Um, is the Miller's, the Miller's son there? After every day, a little death. Nice. Okay. Um, no. <clears throat> you you go for you must meet my wife because you loved it. Yeah, yeah. You must meet my wife. I think it's. Uh, I'm going to say above. Come play with me. Yeah, definitely. Better than. Um, worse or better than waiting for the girls upstairs. How does that one go again? It's from Follies, waiting for the girls upstairs. It's when they're remembering things. I'd say it's okay. better. I would say it's better. Well, that is absolute complete recency bias. I've, I've realised that you don't remember these songs the minute we yeah. stopped talking. It's not Sam better. People. People. Okay, that means that we have three songs coming into the top 20. I'm happy with this. So... Where's Weekend in the Country going? Um, I, I think that I think some people's better than that. You think some people's better than Weekend in the Country? Yeah. And okay. Now. And what? Now. And it's better than now? Yeah, personally. Okay. Uh, yeah, I don't like how they're all together, but that's that's. Yeah, yeah. You don't like that either, do you? No, I don't. That that's bugging me. But I, uh, you know, I agree with you. You son of a bitch. Right. <laughs> okay. Wait. Oh. Wait. Oh. Wait. Okay. Right. That's right. We can do this. Right. Send in the clowns. Better than Rose's turn. Yeah. Better than company. Yeah. I agree. Here we go. Is this where is this where you're it's better than losing my mind. It's not better than losing my it's mind. It's better than losing well, my mind. Well, it's legitimately not better than losing my mind. Right. How are we gonna do this? Do I have to pick cards? I would pers I would personally you want to put it at the top, which is insane, which yeah, isn't gonna I happen. Would, I would put it at the top. You want to put it at the very top. No, I'll put it number two. I think it's better than ladies for lunch. I just don't it, think it's, it's a bit. It's the 
Da, 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 da. That that bit. It's I just, just legitimately do not think it's better than losing my mind. Right, I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you. No, it's Go all right. Me. It's all right. I'm shuffling my deck. Oh, and soon you'll be on deck. That is oh. true. That is true. Yes. Well. Right. Okay. Here we go. So, what is this for? Right. You want it at two. Yeah. I want it at four. Yeah. Red. You're gonna go red. Yeah. Is that how we're doing this? We're not doing like odd or even as something. Now let's cut. Let's cut. You cut and then cut one for me. Oh, so we're building the tension. Yeah. Right. You're watching me do this live, and I am a grifter. So. <laughs> okay. Right. He's counting them cards. Shuffled. Absolutely okay. shuffled. All right. Yeah. Well. Stop. Okay. Your card is selected. You just saw it was black. So I'm going to put that back in. How is this? How is this working? Value. Value. Whoever has the highest. Was that an ace? Oh, okay. Whoever has the highest. Aces. Was that an ace, Tom? No, aces. I didn't know that. That's what we were doing. So okay. whoever has the highest, okay. Aces high. Here we go. Yeah. Right. Do you want the first card or the second? I'll have the first card, please. Okay. Two. <laughs> a joker. What's oh. it? What? Wait, no, 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 no. Joker, we... joker doesn't have a number, Tom. No. <laughs> I get this next card. All right. A six. Sorry. Uh, okay. It's all right. It's fine. Do you want to do a best of three? No, let's put it at four. All right. I, I'm happy with that. Yeah. Because as a song, as a song, I don't know what to say. Um, a little night music. Absolutely beautiful show. Bit of a rush show. Bit of a fun one. We've, but we've, we've, we've hit. I feel like we've said all we need to say. Um. So that we need to say, uh, yeah, that's that's been um, that has been uh, a little night music. Any final thoughts, Will, on a little night music before we leave today? Um, beautiful, and I would like to see a contemporary re reimagination. That sounds disgusting. I do not want to see a fucking contemporary. What the fuck? A no. I, I, I want Jamie Lloyd to direct it. <laughs> no stage. Just James McAvoy with a microphone. I'm so ugly. I've Serrano de Bergerac. What the fuck is that me? My current... They did, he did. He murdered Evita for me. Jamie, like... Oh, yeah. yeah. Taking my phone. Taking a selfie. Taking a selfie. It's Evita. Taking a selfie. <laughs> I forgot about that. Thanks for reminding like me. Well. Dubai. A college education. Okay, three, two, one, Will. We're both going to end with our favourite line from uh, Peron's latest flame. Okay, three, two, one. Oh, Our uh, only uh, good parts are between, between the, the five. five. No, no, no. Pick a different song. What's your, what's your favourite line from... Um, you pick the song. Yeah. Go. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say... Um, um, it's Ava Beware of the City. Yeah. Ava Beware of the City. Oh, no, no. She really brightens up, up your out-of-town. You be, you be Migaldi and I'll be Ava. Go. Ava Beware of the City 
It's hungry and cold. I've done the wrong words there. Can't be controlled, will run wild. <laughs> Girls who are good. Oh, are oh, oh, um, good night and thank you. Um, well, I was fully ready here for... Of different pies. pies. Well, I was fully ready here for, bad is good for me, is that I'm bored, so pure, <laughs> so ignored. I've only been predictable, respectable, birds fly out of here, so why, oh, why, oh, why, oh, why the hell can I? I? <laughs> What's new? Oh God, fucking hell! When are we doing an emergency Evita pod? Um, I love Evita so much. What show did? What show did? Spend time with you. Talk about Evita. The more it goes up in your musical ranking. Yeah. It was. Well, it's been a pleasure talking to you today on our Evita episode. Um. Wait, what show did we do today? Well, maybe next year. Da ba da ba da ba da.